Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. Cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's three. It's two p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Freddy. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm your host, Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, the man that's got one silver dollar... And it's not going to let it get him down. And best friend Josh Bradley say, hey, Josh. Man, how is it going, Richard Lee? Dude, I feel like we have been here for five fucking hours right now. <laughs> we have been doing what we used to do for ourselves. Or like you said, we used to do. You used to do. We in used one of those, to do. Back when we used to cut our own commercials. So we were helping a friend out by making some commercials, and dude, so, I, I feel dirty right now. Yeah, it, it was a little fucked up, and I, I literally had that realization like 45 minutes after we got into trying to yeah. do the commercial, and I'm thinking on like take 50, you know, this is kind of fucked up, but <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I mean, we, we seem like we're a little bit more keyed up now because we've had two hours of just messing around, really. Cause <laughs> like, dude. That bar none was the most fun I've had doing commercial. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we can tell people what it was. It was for a male enhancement product. Uh, you know, lets it go from six to midnight, <laughs> I guess you would say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of did it as like a a funeral for your, <laughs> like a guy was having a funeral for himself because it wasn't going to midnight anymore. <laughs> And the music that we used in the background was what made it worse, because it was Go Rest Out on That Mountain by Vince Gill, <laughs> which is a very Southern uh, funeral song. It literally yeah. took the place of Freebird yes. after it was released. Yeah, I mean, you know, some funerals you go to, it's Freebird and then Go Rest Out on That Mountain, you know what I mean? Because right. you want to end on a somber note, but yeah, so I feel a little dirty. But two hours, we <laughs> we did the serious ads, like we did the real read-alongs and stuff like that. But then we did this one. We're like, let's get funny with it. But see, I think the the the, I mean, I use this term like I'm talking about like Las Vegas hooker loosely. <laughs> I'm talking about super loosely. The talent that it takes to do that, <laughs> that what we did is kind of fuck. You know, it's it's kind of. Uh, you know, mid tier because we got the fucking music playing. Yeah. So there's no manipulation. It's like a right. one and done type thing. There's no so editing. If if you fuck up and say on like minute, a uh, minute and thirty seconds yeah. into that song, we got to play it all back. Say right. that you know. And if you've never done commercials. You know, you just don't... I mean, it's, it's fucking rough, you yeah. know, <laughs> trying to... Sad thing is, we got it right, and we were like, ah, let's keep, let's, let's do, do it one. one more time. And, like, that was when I looked at you, I was like, this is where we stay here for 14 hours trying to get this done. Kind of like the footy pajamas thing that we... Right. We actually... We should have recorded us doing the whole thing, 
Like I had I had a blast though. Man. That's what we do with the uh, the footy pajamas. It's episode sixty five. If um, you're uh, just wanting to know what the fuck we're talking about, if you hadn't been with P three Radio that long, the footy pajamas deal was uh, I'm thinking a couple years ago now because it's episode sixty five. Wow. Yeah. So we're on one fifty eight now. So I mean. A lot of moons have been in between uh, episode 65, and that, ironically, was the last time that we had super big fun doing a commercial, you know, for the show. So, man, we needed that, I think. Yeah, we need to do commercials every once in a while, just to have a commercial show, where we just do outrageous commercials for people. Well, the the gimmick is, it's our struggle to get up on yes. that mountain, <laughs> to rest aisle on the mountain. Well, speaking of male enhancement, Josh, I landed on this. I was looking for a song for this week to go with a story. So while we're on this, we might as well go on both of them. Um, but <laughs> I found this one that says Grandma Sings Viagra Song. And it's just some woman. She's She looks like she's, what, about 70 Maybe I mean late sixties. You're being rude. Well, to there's them. a button on her that says seventy. <laughs> That's why I was guessing. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this big black button that says seventy. Might but... be her seventieth birthday party. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So she's got to get to she was sixty nine the day before. Ooh, what a number. <laughs> Let's hear it. Cherry wine. He thinks I'm gonna make that little thing shine. <laughs> he gets that horny feeling. <laughs> he gets it every time. This is bringing back memories, I Josh. That he'll be ready. No. About nine. <laughs> I'm cussing by a <laughs> Grandpa been he putting, he been up, knocking the cobwebs up, out of that thing. I don't know why. I just thought that was stupid. I figured I'd bring it to the show. Bye, <laughs> but I've been singing it like. <laughs> oh man, have you ever? Uh, have you ever messed around with one of those drugs? Viagra? Yeah. Dude, when I was maybe, I don't know, 23, 24, something like that. Yeah. A buddy of mine. <laughs> this means code for Josh. <laughs> buddy of mine once got it stuck in a pool. No, let me finish. <laughs> one of those pool jets. A buddy of mine, um, I mean, dude, I don't know why he chose me. I still don't know. <laughs> but that rest stop, I felt like his man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he calls me and he's like, dude, look, I'm not really sure if you mess with this or not, but a friend of mine <laughs> just gave me an entire prescription of Viagra. Why? I have no idea. He said, I think they were like outdated or something like he didn't use them or he had used it's one. It's gonna get you half hard. <laughs> no, it, he had used them and it made him feel weird right. or something like that. So either way, he calls and he's like, dude, I'm not ever going to take these. So <laughs> was he you? just scared of them? I guess. I mean, he was around my age too, but yeah. he knew, you know, I was uh, a wild one or whatever. So he was like, 
do you want these? I'm just going to throw them away if you don't. So I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, don't throw them away. Right. I mean, I've heard all this hoopla about Viagra. You know, got to try it. You were how old again? 23 or 24. Yeah, yeah. So no problems <laughs> in that area, you know. So <clears throat> I took one, and um, I, he told me it was either like uh, half of the biggest milligram that you could get or, or something like that. But right. either way, I took one, and I mean – I might as well have been taking a placebo. It didn't do anything different. Oh, know? really? So I, I don't know. I mean, but I've heard that uh, Cialis is pretty much the best thing you can get prescription-wise uh, in that department. I've never taken Blue Chew, but, you know, a lot of uh, people say that that's, uh, that's the way to go, you know, is right, price-wise, too. Right. You, you remember know? that guy that was like that? Yeah. It was just smiling. a guy like yeah. smiling, like I've got a hard dick and kin hair, you know. Um, I, I think about that one too, but you know, I guess the one that scared me about it um, was the whole like the warning at the bottom. If you have an erection uh, yeah. that lasts for more than eight hours, go. <laughs> no, it was four hours. Oh man, you know, lasted like if it lasts more than four hours you're supposed to go to the doctor i'm like i would be the motherfucker that it's like yep five hours we need to go to the doctor baby you think you could uh get it to spurt out again maybe it'll go down no okay i'll go to the <laughs> er i mean it's pretty raw i don't think there's too much more that can be done to this thing <laughs> let's go ahead and go to the doctor well you know why it's like, most tender as hell right now <laughs> but you know why it's like it's a heart it started as a heart medication like people were <laughs> trying it out and then they come back and they would tell the doctors it's like i had this weird heart on <laughs> for like like two hours. Hours. <laughs> like, like I don't know. I mean, I popped one and went to church, and it was really weird. <laughs> oh. And then one guy comes in, is like, I popped it uh, to take care of my heart, and I lost my job because I'm a mall Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I was trying to find some of those first ads, man. But I don't. We've see got them. like eighty tabs up here, so but, I think we're good. But the 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 reason why I brought that up, there was an article that I read this week. It said Chad Ochocinco, his name was Chad Johnson at one time. He used to play for the Bengals. I think he played for who else did he play for? Did he play for the uh, Pats? The Patriots at one point. Yeah. Said Chad Ochocinco says he took Viagra before every game. You can't stop me running on three legs. <laughs> <laughs> he says Chad Ochocinco is a man who is very active on Twitter and is pretty much an open book when it comes to his personal life and speaking on things he did when he played in the NFL. The former NFL star, longtime Bengals wide receiver, took to his account on Tuesday and stated that he took Viagra before every game. And every game, uh, each and every game, uh, to better perform while not breaking any PED rules. Um, he said, "I took so theoretically the only muscle that you could influence to throb more, like, is your penile muscle. You right. can't take anything to <laughs> pump your biceps up or anything like that. But if you ever feel a little, I don't know." aggressive down in that area right you know it's no problemo yeah he says he said in a tweet he said i took viagra before every game and people thought they'd stop me if my stat line was bad i wasn't covered the pass was just incomplete (laughs) and uh somebody said well people thought johnson was joking he replied to a tweet saying no 
it wasn't a joke. I really took Viagra before the games. They, the increase in blood flow made me unbelievably sick, uh, explosive in and out of my routes. He admitted in a way to get around NFL's performance enhancing policy. So yeah, I mean, it does increase your blood flow, I guess. So, uh, NFL test for steroids. How are you going to stop me running on three legs every Sunday? No hat. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know. You think they, you hear the substance policy in the NFL is so strict. Like there was one guy that was taking Propecia at one time Mm -hmm. and it popped him as like he was using a banned substance because the same, there was some similar ingredients that were used in masking agents. Yeah. So I don't, I believe it's all bullshit anyways. I mean, like I think the steroids are still prevalent. Yeah. I mean, because I'm going to be honest with you, man. I know guys that literally just got out of prison. Okay. Right. Just got out and they start smoking weed. They start doing coke. They start taking pills, doing all the things that got them into prison. Right. And you know what they do? They buy a, a, a Wizenator, or I don't know if you can still get a Wizenator. That's what they used to do. But now, I mean, they, they get other people to piss for them. They, they got all kind of ways to pass. They pay people to, to do them sh- shit for them and stuff. So, I mean, if you were a millionaire, and your job depended on you pissing right, right? You would figure out a way with all that goddamn money to be able to do whatever you wanted and still pass whatever test they put in front of you. They had a show on ESPN that was called Playmakers, and that was right when Monday Night Football was moving from ABC to ESPN. And it was a big blockbuster deal that they had. And I remember Playmakers lasted one season. And the NFL uh, reps said, you either take it off of ESPN or you lose us. And then ESPN was like, yeah, okay, we'll take it off. But the show showed how people beat it by like what they would do is they would get somebody's urine and get somebody to put a catheter in and put the fresh urine back into their system. Yeah. It's like deep how far people will go. I mean, did you ever watch Blue Mountain State? It was a funny college I mean, football I, show. I, I tried the very first uh, episode. I was kind of pumped whenever the yeah. season premiere of Blue Mountain State. I watched like ten minutes of it. I was like, "This is fucking dumb." I loved it, and there was a show. There was a show where they showed it, and they were trying to get those whizinators and use clean urine and stuff. And yeah. the hardcore football guy was like, "Fuck that! We're doing oil changes." <laughs> and that was what he called <laughs> putting a catheter in, and. uh like they went in a little bit deep on it, but, yeah. but well, I, a buddy of mine used to have one. That's how he would pass whatever. It didn't right. matter, you know, because it has a uh, a heater where you get whoever's piss and right. you put it in the little bag that you wear on your side, or you have it. Uh, it's got special underwear, I think, that stores the bag. <laughs> right, and um, the dick part, an actual floppy dick, you know, pops out of the front of the. It's like underwear that you put on. Right, but um. His malfunction one day. It <laughs> just sparks no, it up. Oh, the, my balls are on fire. The damn heater stopped working in it. Oh. So whenever he went to take the test for his job, because he was tested like once a month right? You know, for what he was doing. And, <laughs> and the day he came, I remember he, uh, I seen him out somewhere and uh, he was like, man, goddamn wizard there to broke. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Wizenators uh, R Us. Dude, the, that NFL guy is the one. I, I forget what year it was. It was The maybe, one from Minnesota? He is the one that ruined Wizenators' company. Oh, yeah. Because it was because of him that they don't even make Wizenators anymore. 
Are you talking about the one where they came out and they said, he's the one congratulations, you passed your drug test, but you're six weeks pregnant. (laughs) And he's the one that, that told the reporter everything that he did and all that. Yeah. Named Wizenator by name. And then like, lo and behold, a year or two later, they don't make them anymore. Right. You know, kind of fucked up everything for all the other people. Can you imagine not only, getting suspended for using someone else's piss, but finding out you're going to be a father at the same time. Dude, there was a, um, a guy that he, he got pissed from like this diabetic girl yeah, or whatever. <laughs> and he, uh, he was going out for a job or whatever. And, uh, the people at the drug testing place was like, you really need to check your sugar. It's like 360 <laughs> right now. He was like, oh my God. Okay, I will. And he literally calls the chick on the way out of the office. Look, I don't know if you know you're diabetic. But <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, that's messed up, man. I don't know. I I just never really did anything other than, you know, legal stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean... Well, for me, there was the early 2000s. <laughs> well, for you, there wasn't the early 2000s. Yeah, no, there wasn't, but there was. Uh, well, hey, speaking of people who did a lot of drugs, <laughs> have you ever heard those um, vocal-only tracks? So what they do is they go in and they remove, um, they remove the the instruments, and you just hear the vocals on a on a singer. No, I've had them reversed. You've heard I, the instrumentals. I've heard but, like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, they the whole album um, with Under the Bridge. I forget uh, Blood Sugar Sex Maggot Magic yeah. or whatever. Maggot. Maggot. <laughs> maggot. Magic. Blood Sugar um, Sex Maggot. <laughs> they have the entire album on YouTube without lyrics, and um, I've heard uh, Metallica's "And Justice for All" with no lyrics and no bass, ironically, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big thing. Like they say, there's hardly any bass on that album at all. Huh? But um, yeah, not the the reverse. No. Well, I say this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a good example of it. So like, what they do is they take the music out, and you just hear the vocals. If you want to look one up, you can just say um, uh, isolated vocals. So I'm gonna show you the Whitney Houston one for uh, her song "How Will I Know." You know that song. How will I know? And you can hear what an amazing singer she was. Oh, you're preaching to the choir. I love fucking what you used to do. Absolutely love her. Listen to that. Looks into my eyes, takes me to the clouds above. This is pre Bobby B. Whitney. It just sounds like she's in a hallway singing. Yeah. That's pretty good, isn't it? It's... <laughs> she literally has probably the most pleasant singing voice that like human ears could hear. Right. Like or had Mariah Carey. Damn Mr. Bubbles got her. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Come on. Come on. This will be in your head for a day or two. Whenever I think about my first trips to the skate ring as a child, you know, yeah. like four or five years old, right? Whitney Houston is what they used. To, you know that. Fucking, oh yeah. This song and uh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to 
goddamn dude. That's literally what I think about when I think about being four or five years old. That's scary. Is Whitney Houston? Yes. Well, I said all that, Josh. Uh, I guess we could have added her into somebody that did a lot of drugs, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about how many baths she took. I know she I took at least one. I didn't go that hard. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I ran across David Lee Roth running with the devil. Great. And it starts out, we can talk over it, but you're going to hear some things. <laughs> he never sings running with the devil. But he does, you know those little noises? (laughs) (laughs) He does those. So you want to hear it? It's pretty funny. It's it's about three minutes long, but we can talk over it while we listen. Oh! (laughs) Oh, yes! (laughs) The picture they got along with this. Yeah, yeah! The picture they got. He's like, it was just this kind of going to my Like there's no tomorrow. Not bad. And all I've got, I had to steal. <laughs> Least I don't need to beg or borrow. Yes, I'm right, living worse, at though. a pace that kills. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Are you stomping over there? <laughs> okay. I'm beating it. <laughs> 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 it gets weirder. <laughs> uh, I tell you all about it. <laughs> I found the simple life. Ain't so simple. Yeah, the picture they have when of him. Out, it looks like he's Captain, came out of a golf tournament. Captain Mark no love, about to get on that boat no and take everybody hostage. So I just got my sailor's or my, my what, sailor's uh, boat license. license. Yeah, we'll drive. All right, here we go. It's about to get. God damn it, baby! No, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard that part? I have. You can hear it. I mean, it's yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little bit different from Whitney, huh? Very. <laughs> I love Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh, one of those crazy whistles. <laughs> crazy whistles forever. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Sings the same line again. So simple, I know no the song right yeah. <laughs> It's just weird here. It's kind of like lifting the curtain, though. Yeah. Because pretty much all he did, probably, because you could hear the other shit right. behind it. It's like he's just duetting with his own track. Right. Or he's done the other. <laughs> well, what they did was they just isolated his, isolated his vocals. And, like, so you hear the other music in the back. Yeah, but you can tell he's playing <laughs> off of another vocal track. Yeah. Uh, uh, run on one more time. <laughs> uh, I'm running. Just a little bit more. Hi-ya! <laughs> Hi-ya! 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 
Woo! Woo! <laughs> That's right. After he takes that straw out of the nose. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> No, I think that's it. That's just weird hearing. <laughs> I, I My just, God. I just thought that was that was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> but it kind of lifts the curtain, though. Yeah, like I was saying, like because you can hear whenever that song's just blasting. You know what I mean? It, it's got the real big bass like bump, yeah bump, bump. you know we got that hitting and the the hard ass guitars you know and then the awesome ass drums and all right. i mean and all of that that vocal both of them blending together i mean it's a badass song yeah and then you lift the curtain back and you hear and you see oz <laughs> you see oz with that mirror and that straw and that shit in front of him <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) Bibbidi bibbidi bopping. And he blows that crazy whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Oh, me. But I mean, yeah, comparable to Whitney? Oh, yeah, there's no comparison. I mean, you know, it's, I wonder, they have all kinds of stuff out there. Maybe we need to listen this week and see if we can find another crazy one like David Lee Roth. Uh, Hey, that doesn't exist. I don't think that you don't exists. think there's another person crazier than David Lee Roth. I mean, that got as high as he did. I mean, like on the food chain and right as high as he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told no? you, I told you that was that interview with like Daryl Strawberry with uh, Opie and Anthony. Get some girls, uh, it would be great. <laughs> well, Opie and Anthony had Daryl Strawberry and David Lee Roth the same day, and Daryl's plugging his book about how you know. You know, he his lowest of lows yeah. was being at a crack house, seeing the parade for the Mets, and he's at a crack house. It was either Daryl Strawberry or Doc Gooden, and the whole time, probably Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, the whole time, David Lee Roth. The every time he mentioned something, like, yeah, that was great. That was like in '83 when we were doing that, and oh man, it was an awesome time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. But what I'm saying, it was a very depressing time. It was my I lowest actually, point. I uh, debated <laughs> on jumping off of the World Trade Center at one point. I was so, and then you went and got some coke and everything was great. All right. <laughs> well, Josh. I'll tell you another way. Everything can be great. <laughs> You've never heard this one, have you? I love it. <laughs> this is our 80s theme. And speaking of 80s. Why don't you move on over to tinyurl.com slash p3radiotees and get yourself a P3 Radio 80s t-shirt. All of our proceeds are split up and some of them go to us. It's a great time to be alive and it's a great time for you to get a shirt. Right, Josh? And it's a great time to take your ass to P3 Radio. TinyURL.com tiny slash P3 radio, radio store. Tease. It is tinyurl.com slash P3 radio tease. And you can get that uh, 80s t shirt that yep. would complement this music. I mean, um, and then you just shut it off. Well, like it just went off. off. So, oh, yeah. Play that shit again. DJ, run that shit back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, head on over to that website. Get your ass one of them uh, 80s tees. Dance to this music or. Just like you're wearing right now. Get that wanted poster that's like on our cover art. Yeah. And be a cool guy. Stand out in the crowd. 
Go to tinyurl.com slash P3RadioTees and get them t-shirts and help us support this podcast. tinyurl.com slash P3RadioTees. This was a, a request by Josh Briley here on Love Lines Pillow Talk. Enjoy, Freddie Jackson. There's something that I want to say. But was he playing a Casio keyboard here? <laughs> Probably. It was the 80s. I just want to show your feelings for you. <laughs> this sounds like one of those It's Pillow Talk on SL100. Remember those? Did you ever listen to Pillow Talk back in the day? No. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Like, you know, I told Buzz during our interview with him, I was like, you'd flip over and hear, hi, this is my, um, I wanted to send out a, um, um, uh, a thing to Brenda. I'm done using. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're my only true love, and I'd like to hear Love of a Lifetime by Firehouse. <laughs> Dude, it was hilarious. I just want to say rest in peace to my granny. Can I hear Cinderella? Don't know what it's like or got to it's gone. And then play Freebird. Yeah. <laughs> but it was by a guy named Tom Hunt. Tom Hunt on SL100's Pillow Talk. Good thing it wasn't Mike Hunt, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell Brenda I'm sorry for fucking her sister, but... I really want her back. Can I have some white snake, please? <laughs> <laughs> Just like Brenda had some white snake. But then, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be like uh, every kid, though, called like every teenager you'd hear. You know. I just want to dedicate this to Tracy. Yeah. Tracy, I love you. I'll see you in third period. <laughs> yeah. But it was awesome, man. I liked it. Um, it was a simpler time. Now. I remember, like, on uh, 104, that was the big dedication station. Yeah, but that was the country kids. Oh, right, was... but that was always like, yeah, I'm going to get her and play Leanne Rhymes from a girlfriend. <laughs> she likes it. Can y'all play? Hey, listen, at 6 o'clock, I need you to listen to uh, whatever, the Froggy station. Or, what is it, Froggy 104 now? It is now, but it was... Uh, 104.1 WYNU Jackson. <laughs> they didn't have a gimmick back then? No, I don't I think can't so. remember. But yeah, that was the big thing. And yeah. Tell your girlfriend to listen to 104 at a certain time, because I'm going to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> I li- You know what would piss you off, though, if you listened for like a good two hours and you never heard your your song play and you're like dude motherfuckers i know i called in i talked to the dj i talked to him i swear brenda i talked to him (laughs) swear to god i did swear to god uh it was always weird because i never i always thought radio was live yeah i I did too even i mean even whenever they would say you know i thought that that little moment was just taped right that way you couldn't like motherfucker motherfucker so my dick you know on, on air i thought they just taped those but i thought what they were doing what you were hearing right was live then you had this one you know uh can you play john Deere green uh i want to give a shout out to my brother and my loved one uh they're both the same person <laughs> <laughs> he got hair just like joe dippy yeah <laughs> this was a i loved this song did you ever like it not really. <laughs> I just love the 
the uh, the, the hook. Well, you know, we didn't announce that Joe Diffie passed away, did we? We did. We did. <laughs> it's a memorable moment in the show, I guess. No, you gave the spiel about how you sent him a message oh, that's on right. Twitter and hoping that you could get him on the show and how that had passed. Because <laughs> he did. <laughs> God bless him, man. Hit the chorus line. <laughs> On a hot summer night, he wrote Billy Bob Love Sean. This is Billy Bob. I wanted to call in a request to uh, Darlene. Uh, I know it's not the name in the song, but <laughs> just imagine that I'm Billy Bob and you're Charlene. And I, and I knew that I dated a Charlene once, Darlene, but that shit's over. <laughs> uh, I did like country, man. I did too, up until like 94, like, 95, something like yeah, that. Yeah, early 90s and country. The, uh, you know, there was a few uh, like 96, 97 type things that I, I right. did like. But for the most part, things just got a little bit of uh, 90s VH1 after that. But while we're on songs, we're, we'll just keep with the, the songs oh, okay. here. Um, Ow. I found a song. Uh-huh. Uh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that Why the name is the of bitch it? playing? Okay. I found a song that I had no idea that shit like this existed. Right. Up until this morning. And it caught me by surprise, dude, because the the thing that I was looking at, it was a deal. It was because you remember how um, seeing the news thing and stuff about uh, how big of a deal Tipper Gore and all the parents back in the 80s, the drive to put that parental advisory yeah. on CDs and, and future music right. albums and stuff like that because of the vulgar, uh, the goddamn co- content that's coming out now. Right. The heavy metal and goddamn prints and all this bullshit is ruining our youth. Well, the funny ironic twist of that, Josh, that was the albums I wanted. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? You knew an album was good if it had an M label. It ain't got that damn parental advisory <laughs> sticker. It's some bullshit. Unless you bought it from Walmart and it was like edited. I don't know why every Walmart Some CD. Some of the Walmart CDs and tapes weren't edited. Yeah. Because uh, the Green Day deal that I bought from there, totally unedited. He says fucking and all that. It was like they just skipped by. And there was a Pantera one that I bought back in like 95, 96. Right. Unedited. Unedited. But well, well, you know, a lot of the rap albums and stuff that they yeah. started releasing, it would clearly say edited. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember being at FY, FYE or Camelot, Camelot. Music, music back in the day, and uh, there was a CD there. It was Eminem's, I think, either second album. I think it was the second album. And my mom was very sheltered with me, but she used to let me like rent videos that were like, R-rated. And Skin to win. Yeah. <laughs> we got mud wrestling. Skin to win. She, she rented us a softcore porn. <laughs> she basically, uh, I guess that would technically be illegal, wouldn't it? It would, because we were like 12. <laughs> but she uh, she turns Been contributing the, to the delinquency of a minor at the very least. <laughs> she, <laughs> she looked at the Eminem CD, and it has that big M on it. And she goes, what's that M stand for? She's like, that's a, that's a mature rating. And I was like, oh, come on, Mom. And she's like, well, let me see the back of it. And she flips it over. And one of the songs is Come On Everybody. 
you know, like, come on, everybody, yeah. get down tonight. But the way it's spelled is C U M. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, that's a dirty word. <laughs> and I was that's like, that's what ruined my life after, <laughs> after about nine months before you came along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This one though, man. But but no, I mean she ended up buying it for me anyways. Oh yeah, because we used to jam that shit all <laughs> yeah. the time. But this one, um, this really snuck up on me, man. Because like I said, I had no idea that this type of stuff existed before. Like I literally, I, I'm that guy that thought like Lenny Bruce fucking just broke the goddamn barriers of of obscene material right. on recording. You know whether it, he was a comedian, but. You know, the same thing with musicians. I thought that there was just this unspoken thing to where you didn't do shit like that. Right. Well, Jerry Lee Lewis, a whole lot of shaking going on. And they were talking about, like, when that song was released, they were like, well, everybody knows shaking ha- means having sex. Right, right. Like, what? <laughs> but you, you said it a certain way. Yeah. You know, that's what you did. Um, this lady from 1935. Well, it says 2010 here on the video. Oh, that's Josh. when it was posted. <laughs> but this uh, this was blues music from the mid-30s. And uh, all blues back then wasn't like, you know, Grandma told you that it was. <laughs> well, my grandmother had a funny... Well, go ahead and let's play this one. I think we've talked about it before. I got a man I love. I got a man I like. Every time I fuck them in, <laughs> I give them the doggone clap. Oh, clap. baby. I didn't even run. Give them the doggone clap. Shit! <laughs> but that's the kind of pussy that they really like. Because they sure ain't looking at it for the face. <laughs> I told them I got a good cock, and it's got four damn good names. Rough cock, rough cock, tough cock. Cock without a bone. You can fuck my cock, suck my cock, leave my cock alone. Oh, baby. How did you stumble Money upon this? this all night Twitter. Long. Oh. <laughs> Twitter, man. You can fuck my cock, suck my cock, baby. This ain't even the worst. I'll come home. The next one. Me. <laughs> you know, both of my men, they are tight yeah, like that. They got a great big dick, just like a baseball bat. <laughs> Do it to me all night long. Are we sure that this I is legit? I want you to do this? it yes. to me, baby. <laughs> this is Lucille Hulk Bogan. They know a bitch from Baltimore. I got hairs on my cock that will sweep the floor. I got funk <laughs> Some of the hell uh, that will shut the door. And I look over your yeah. hand, seeing I'm a bitch from Baltimore. <laughs> oh, talking about a bitch the next from verse Baltimore. It's fucking hilarious. Oh. She's a bitch from Baltimore, by the way. <laughs> I got hairs on my cock. She got a cock. <laughs> like, somehow the damn terminology for shit got twisted. Yeah. I got a big fat belly. I got a big broad ace. And I've been fucking in Maine with real good players. Talking about fucking. Talking about grinding baby all night long. Oh, man. She got a big broad ass. I can do it to you, honey, until the cow come home. <laughs> 
Not a very strong you piano player. Pussy, baby, I'll suck your dick. I'll do it to you, honey, till I make you shit. Oh, baby, honey, do it all night long. Oh, he win. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, has a woman ever fucked you till you shit, Richard? Well, I had the flu that one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Con God. <sighs> she was, shit! She was the dick princess. Uh, Her men had cocks the size of baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. But yeah, uh, you find out later she lived next to a nuclear power plant and wasn't bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is, like I said, I didn't know this shit existed. Right. Like that type of stuff, you know, until today. I don't I mean, think that this would have been. Um, this would probably have been underground. <laughs> you don't think that You're they getting... sold this in a record store? Right. Where you got like your fucking uh, Bing Crosby. Right? No. <laughs> this is definitely, although this would have been a hell of a play on uh, Pillow Talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I hear some Lucille Bogan till the cows come home? Dedicate that to my ex-wife. <laughs> I want her to come home. <laughs> she got a big broad ass too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that is, uh, well, you know, I told you about my grandmother used to sing that song, Derby Town. <laughs> Might have been a Bogan's uh, original. I mean, but they never said anything. It was, you know, there was two bulls from Derby Town. His horns was made of brass. One grew out of his collarbone. The other grew out of his hoagity spogity dickity dokity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but they never would say the bad words, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, well, Josh, speaking of singers... Uh, Facebook and Twitter have been blowing this guy up for the past week. Uh, there's a singer now uh, that he's a country pop singer. His name's Kane Brown. Yeah, I think he's really popular with like the uh, younger audience and young ladies and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of uh, people like that wearing his uh, concert shirts and whatnot. He's, but like you said, he's one of the newer country people, so it's pretty right. much like pop. Yeah, so this week, <laughs> this week he got, uh, he got hazed pretty good. He got trolled pretty good on Twitter uh, because he admitted in an interview, now this is supposed to be a country music star. He now, got, look, <laughs> I, when, <laughs> look, whenever you say country music yeah. star, well, you it's know, new country. It's not the... Well, right. But I mean, still, you know, whenever you say country music star, you're thinking of like Hank Jr., yes. Garth Brooks. Yes. Fucking, uh, you know, like Brooks and Dunn, uh, Merle Haggard. Yeah. Shit like that. You're Name thinking, some more. Uh, Montgomery Gentry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ricky Van Shelton. <laughs> Vince Gill. What are we are we I'm, doing the names for like a CMT music fest from the nineties? No, 90s? but that's what I think about whenever. And yeah, you know, most of those guys, you're thinking, well, shit. I mean, they're probably like country, country boys. boys yeah. You know, they probably they'd be all right going fishing by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kane Brown got lost on his own property for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the best part. And then had to call the police to be rescued. <laughs> 
They had to triangulate this motherfucker, <laughs> like his location. So I told my wife that this morning. Uh, I was like, hey, we're going to talk about this this afternoon on the show. And she was like, huh, he got lost on his own property? He's like, well, he hadn't lived there long. So I'm reading, I'm telling her the story and everything. But this is the part that got her. She, it said, yeah, we got lost for seven hours, Kane explains. We have 30 acres. And she died laughing. <laughs> She's like, 30 acres? How do you fucking get lost on 30 acres? Right. And I'm like, well, I don't know acre size. You know what I mean? That was yeah. just one of those measurements that I never learned. It's like square feet and stuff. Like You can, I mean, for for what we are in Bemis, like for where we live right now, mm-hmm. A little bit bigger than our yards is an acre. So she looked it up and she said, if you walk around the perimeter of an acre, it's just under a mile. (laughs) If you walk, I'm sorry, 30 acres. If you walk the perimeter of 30 acres, it's just about a mile. So basically like. We're thinking about like a half mile stretch. Yeah, four football fields. (laughs) This man got lost (laughs) on four football fields. He said they had a trail they were on. They were on they they were out of gas because they were on four wheelers and they got lost in the woods for seven hours. My God. Are you thinking drugs? <laughs> Dude, you know, I don't know. I mean, if you're from, say, uh Kansas. Right. You know, it's it's flat. There's not much uh, obstacle nature wise. And then you move to the Alaskan bush. You know, right. rude awakening. You might get lost because, I mean, there's all kind of uh, bullshit that could get in your way and throw you off. I mean, you're not used to. But, man, when you describe it in football field terms, right. <laughs> there's not much sympathy coming from me for this man. I think the one meme that really, like, shouted out uh, how bad it was, was they had a meme that it was like... Uh, country music back in my day and it was hank williams jr country boy can survive was at the top yeah and at the bottom it just had a picture of him (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he's getting pretty harshly roasted right now on all social media and i was like i didn't even know who this kid was i didn't either but i've seen the shirts then you showed me his picture oh there he is you know who he is now like i said i knew he was something in new country i just never seen the face never heard about him Right. Well, you brought this story to the show, Josh, so why don't you explain what this is? For the last, I guess, couple of weeks now, when we're talking, from the point we're talking. Right. Even, you know, seeing on uh, Facebook and Twitter, a lot of people across the United States, I mean, different states, it's not just like localized to Tennessee or New York or California, something like that. I mean... This has been spread across the entire country. Right. And so it's not one of those, because I've seen people making memes and stuff on Facebook, you know, to try to like uh, half-ass kind of make this a conspiracy theory or something like that. Right. But that's not necessarily the case because, I mean, we got major media outlets, you know, reporting on this and, and nobody really has any answers still. I mean, it's just, uh, well, uh, they're being sent, and yeah, 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 we'll get into it. The tagline (laughs) says, the USDA identifies some of the mysterious unsolicited seeds after all 50 states issue warning. So what's been happening? People across the U.S. 
have been getting these mysterious packages from China. Right. That they never ordered, you know, and this, like I said, if it had just been one or two people, you know, nobody would ever believe this shit. But it's right. been people in every single state. And it's just, you know, you get one of those, you know how you can go on Wish and get free stuff. It's usually like <laughs> yeah. a, a paper clip or, you know, some kind of bullshit picture. Right. But it's free. You know, it's like they're sending those size packages in the mail, unsolicited, and they have seeds in them. Hmm. From China, mind you. Yeah. Now, what has been the narrative from China in the last few months? The coronavirus that's the center, you know, that's where it came from. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think this is why everybody's kind of uh, focusing on this is like, what the fuck's going on, you know? I mean... They gave us coronavirus. Now they're giving us fucking seeds. seeds that they want us to plant, and nobody asked for them. You know, which I mean, would that not make you a little uncomfortable? Well, you know, anytime you go to another country, uh, like you know, we went on a cruise one time, like back. You went on a cruise a lot of times. Yeah, but we went on one back in like <laughs> about ten years ago, and my niece at the time was like nine, and she at one of the stops saw a coconut like it it was on the tree and it just fell off like so she grabbed it and was like oh it's cool so she took it back with her on the boat and we're riding back on the boat we get to the back to the port in america and and uh in gulf gulf shores alabama and they're like do y'all did y'all get any cigars while you were there because you know that was when you know legal cuban cigars you couldn't have them you were fined did you get any alcohol how much did you get any of this? Did you get any of that? And they were like, did you have any fruit? What? Fruit? Yeah, do you have any fruit? Oh, we got this coconut from Mexico. Throw it in that trash can right there. They would not let us back into America with a coconut. And it was because uh, certain... It was the same thing as when your dad said they won't let you plant cotton in yeah. your own backyard. Parasites. It was, it was parasites and these things that harvest on crops there that they might have... That would ruin our crops, so they would not let you bring it in. So it's a serious deal. Yeah, I mean, there are states that you can't transport. You can't transport certain like tomatoes from right. like I'll use Kansas again. If you're going from Kansas to fucking Arkansas or whatever, I mean, you might get stopped. And if they see that you got fruit and that there's a certain uh, uh, deal out to where it's like, oh, parasites, yeah, 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 right, you know. They're going to make you throw them away or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it depends. But this is unsolicited. This right. is like a goddamn a Willy Wonka ticket or something. I mean, it's like, here, I have some, or, or, or it's uh, like Jack a, and the Beanstalk. Or a call from an Indian FBI agent. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. unsolicited. <laughs> right. And I think it's, like I said, it's, it's all the blood oat bullshit that has everybody on 10 about anything from China, right? you know, and they're like uh, sending seeds or whatever. But it says all 50 states have issued warnings about packages coming from uh, China containing certain flowering plants like morning glory, hibiscus, and roses. And uh, this is coming from uh, other packages that were containing vegetables and cabbage and herbs, including mint, sage, rosemary, and lavender. This is just a subset of samples we've collected so far that the uh, guy said Wednesday. The guy, <laughs> the guy yes. would be. I didn't. I just call him the guy because his name is so <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> but his name is Osama 
Illissi. Yeah. So that's what Osama... Osama Elissi. <laughs> Elissi said. A spokesman for the USDA said the department is urging anyone who receives these packages not to plant them or contact or and to contact their state plant regulatory official and keep the seeds and packaging, including the mailing label, until they receive further instructions. <laughs> Have you ever planted a seed? Yes. I mean, other than with your dick. <laughs> yes. Okay. I've very rarely, I mean, if you got seeds in the mail, would you be like, oh, magic beans, maybe? <laughs> Not unsolicited ones, no. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, just a regular dude, and you send me some damn hibiscus seeds. And, and if it's something that, you know, somebody is trying to be like, I would think somebody's trying to be like destructive with or something that, you know, they doesn't really grow here, but they want it to grow here. Right. They're probably thinking people are going, seeds, throwing them out, then they go to a landfill, and then they start growing because they're in the middle of a landfill. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, probably, you gotta you got to think, probably somebody's done that. Well, I've seen a, uh, not this particular article, but there's an old man that's been planting, he planted the package that was sent to him, and um, he got the news uh, article uh, I think it was Yahoo News uh, as well right. that covered it or whatever. But he's like, I'm just curious to what it comes out to be. And blah, blah, <laughs> you know, that was basically it. But I guess they were just remarkably, uh, they were talking about his remarkable ball size, you know, <laughs> from planting. planting whatever the fuck somebody in China. Do you think, though, do you think it's two guys or, or at least just people like me and you right. from China? Who are like, these motherfuckers think that the virus came from here. Let's right. send them some seeds. <laughs> See what they do. You know, I mean, like, you got to think that there's people like that there. Right. And they got to be getting a little bit of laugh out of uh, the reaction of, you know what I mean? Sending free, uh, unsolicited, unsolicited bullshit uh, here or whatever. But... Um, what if it's that? That's just their. Well, you know how like Tide used to send samples of Tide in the mail. <laughs> Maybe they're just like, "Hey, try these seeds." They're trying Tell to get their uh, their horticultural. It's, it's their marketing campaign <laughs> company off the ground, and everybody else is thinking, "Oh shit!" You know what are they doing? They're trying to kill us, and it's like, no, it's just a Chinese based plant trying to make an honest buck. <laughs> well, it, it goes on to say, uh, Robin Pussner. I don't even know how you say that. Pussner. Pussner. Yeah, what Pris- you said. Pussner. Prusner. Prusner. Colonel Kushner. The <laughs> state seed control official. How do you get that title? <laughs> like, seriously. Is there an application? I need to be the goddamn state seed controller. He comes up. He's like, it's been quiet for 47 damn years. <laughs> Finally, they need old Robin to get on this case. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm the seed. I'm the state seed controller for the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship in Ohio. Can you imagine the badge for that fucking title? I mean, he'd have to have like two badges. I, I imagine that man has told his job title to people before and got the reaction of, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> so, like, what do you do? Yeah. So you're like a congressman, <laughs> but for plant. <laughs> yes. So she, uh, she, it's a she, oh. you. she told, uh, Roder, say that Rooters, Rooters, Rooters in the Tudors, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd lick that bitch from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> uh, she told Reuters that she was concerned that the seeds may have been coated with something, possibly like an incesticide or a fungicide, something that could wait, damage wait, crops. Say that, say that first one again. Incesticide. <laughs> Insecticide. Yes. Incesticide. Incesticide would hey. be like putting poison on your uncle's dick. And <laughs> no, that'd be like something they need in the fucking mountains of Kentucky right now. Yeah. Oh no, Maul hit me with that incesticide. <laughs> My dick's shriveling. Insecticide. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Freudian slip. Ooh, man. But that goes back to what you were saying. It, yeah. They could have something on those seeds that could damage the crops or yes. whatever. And Robin Poisoner. The, the goddamn state seed control official <laughs> at the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship in Ohio. God, oh my, I lost breath saying that. I've had, to, I've had people describe to me that the seeds are coated with something purple. I haven't had my hands on them yet, but it sounds an awful lot like seed treatment, she told the outlet. Oh, they're treating the seeds. So, I mean, whatever, but... Do you think that there's like a uh, a criminal act that's taking place here? You know um, what I mean, like like an attack, like the worst attack ever. <laughs> we will affect them with Bermuda grass. <laughs> yes. No, I mean like uh, you know. Do you think they're kind of chipping away at the stone here? Maybe, that maybe they be. are. Uh, and it could be just something as simple as I mean, it could be something as simple as some teenagers trying to have some fun. Some jackasses knowing the hypersensitivity yeah. of Americans and stuff, and watch what happened. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> You're gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! You know where I was going with that. Yep. <laughs> Josh is gonna give me a drunken call Tuesday and be like, "Man, my fucking HR lady listens to the show." <laughs> The bitch fired me. <laughs> Turns out she's half Chinese. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, bum, no. Bum, I, bum, bum. <laughs> no, I, I think it's just like you said. I think it's just somebody either poking fun or it could just be as something as simple as like, hey, you know, we're trying to get this marketing campaign. You know what I mean? And they found a mailing list. Or, or they bought a mailing list from somebody. Or... It could be goddamn Robert Pusner. Robin you know, Pusner. Robin Pusner with her fucking like uneventful job. <laughs> what the fuck is it that? It got super uneventful during all this. Right. And then all of a sudden, I you know what? I am the goddamn state, the state seed controller official at the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship in Ohio. In Iowa. In Iowa. <laughs> Both of them. It's just Iowa. <laughs> You've been reading Iowa as Ohio this Ohio. whole time. Ohio. <laughs> Oh, wow. You were like, did you eat one of these seeds, motherfucker? Oh, hi. You've read her name wrong, incesticide, and Iowa is Ohio on this story. This asshole fucking word, man. I mean, he's got words that he don't even need. Nobody gives a shit where this bitch is from. Yeah. Uh, you can guarantee that job descriptions on like two pieces of paper on a certified document. Well, no, too. she got yeah. fucking uh, just she she got to fantasize. What would it be like if I actually seen my name <laughs> in articles? Right, it would actually make it to where my job. 
I'm actually earning my money. You know, I mean, I can't put it past. I can't say I, I would not bet my soul. Right. That this bitch didn't have something to do with it. Uh, well, but I don't know. Well, That's just me. Let me let me ask you something on another level, Josh. This week, there was a, a startling tweet that was put out by a man that was once put through the barbershop window. The only man that was put through the barbershop window. The Mr. Roy got pissed at that <laughs> one guy for trying to steal a Playboy. Uh, that's my Playboys, damn it! <laughs> now I'm gonna cut every goddamn hair out of that head. Pulls with up this that buzzer, sh- straight razor. <laughs> you know, Mr. Roy used to have all the like school annuals. Yeah, he did. That, that was so weird, isn't it? Know, Looking in back in retrospect, you're like, why do you have all those? <laughs> why, do you, why do you have all those kid annuals in here, Mr. Roy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is he still alive? Uh, well, I mean, hypothetically, it's possible because you know. But like I said, he retired when we were like thirteen. So all right, well, it's very highly unlikely. We'll get back to Marty Janetti because I just remembered. There's this. There was a game show host that I stumbled upon. He kind of s- slipped under the radar. For yeah. You? And he's from, an, I think he's from another country, but the title of this is Bad Pedophile Game Show Host Needs Need Arresting. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to just look how creepy this is. Now, this is probably back in the 70s. Hit play on that, And this Josh. is not Richard Dawson. No, 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 no. This is not. Yeah, here we go. I think... Leanne, I was almost going to call you Lori. How can I miss? Oh, it's very easy. You're both very pretty. I think you have green eyes. Are they? They're not blue. Now, don't tell me that. Look at me a little closer. They're green. He kissed her on the lips. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Was this acceptable? I I don't know. (laughs) I think this was in Canada. I think and? That's, yeah, well, I don't <laughs> They have different rules there, I guess. I don't know. Eat a horse. It's good as hot dog. <laughs> I don't know what the accent I think that was. sounds Russian. Yeah, that was more Russian. <laughs> hey, buddy. Eat that horse. Better than a hot dog, eh? Uh, it gets worse, Josh. I fool you. Can you talk about getting married and having a family and things like that? Well, I'm 11, so. <laughs> she, she does. She looks very young. You don't? What what do you do uh, when you're 11 years old for a date? She's 11 for real. What the fuck? We just walk home from school with each other. And you walk home from school with each other. Okay, what category? Do you hand out kisses, Jennifer? (laughs) You look like a young lady who likes to give lots of hugs and kisses out, do you? Hey? Hey? <laughs> the fact that they slowed some of these down are even creepier. He's looking at this girl and she looks very uncomfortable. And he's like, You like look like a girl that likes to give out hugs and kisses? And she's like, eh. <laughs> He's going to try to kiss me, ain't he? Not really. Not really. Can I have a hug and a kiss? She said no. Shook that head no. She didn't want to say no. As a game show host, what would you do if you ask a. I don't know, say an 11-year-old girl on national TV, could you have a kiss and she told you no? Well, I think this is a trick question, because I wouldn't. <laughs> but let's say you lost your mind and did it. <laughs> you panicked. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't know that you could just lose your goddamn shit and just want to kiss children. I didn't In know that. In my mind, the next thing that needs to happen I think is somebody that's needs always to... there with you, Richard. I, right. think it's that, I think they're just bad people, and they've Some, always been that way. At this point, somebody needs to rush onto stage and grab this man and be like, he's off his medication. This ain't the real show host. You know, it was like, this is an escape mental hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So... What but do you think if if a if a woman, yeah. you know, because even back then it was very more uh, uh, acceptable, very acceptable to ask grown women for ch- kisses and stuff too. Right, Look, like I Richard said, I, re- I mentioned Rip- Richard Dawson and um, the old mo- uh, mono kiss, monarch <laughs> dude. He would kiss every woman. That wasn't a fat and ugly, you know, like right. he kissed them on the hand, right? <laughs> hello, he, darling, hello, beauty, and shake their hand, yeah. But like, <laughs> give me a fist bump for right. Richard Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> but my question is, Josh, if somehow you woke up and you realized, like, you were talking to, like, you were doing the game show, you're running on autopilot, like we do here sometimes, we just go through autopilot. And we're not thinking what we're saying, and then we look back like I that. I put fucked up music in the background. <laughs> but but if you asked an 11-year-old for a kiss and she said no, what would be your next step? What would you do? I'd walk away. You'd walk away or backpedal and be like, well, no, funny, that's hilarious. We don't. Let's see what old uh, pedo, what, I don't even know what his name is. Let's see what he does. I can't have one? Mm-mm. Even if I say and whisper in your ear that Allison... You're going to win the show. <laughs> so, even if I whisper in your... Now, now you're begging for one. <laughs> so, Josh, <laughs> you're on a game show, and let's just say you took the wrong blood pressure medicine that day. <laughs> and you wake up at this point where you go, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I have just asked this girl for a kiss, and she's 11. She's told me no. And then I've bribed her with the fact that you might win this show if you kiss me. Now what what do you do? <laughs> Start filing the lawyer's number? <laughs> I mean, I, I giggle nervously. <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd try something like that. Well, let's see what this man's approach is. I still can't have a hug and a kiss? Uh-uh. Well, I guess you can't win the show then. <laughs> <laughs> Take away all our damn points. <laughs> you ain't even getting no sponsor gifts either. <laughs> Take away a coffee mug that says I got touched on this show. <laughs> and that <laughs> damn tried in uh, samples that they gave away there. Take that. Hugging a kiss. Yeah. You hear that? Dirty old man. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> called him a dirty old man in the crowd. <laughs> you hear that? That's a good answer. Oh, you. Yeah, he tried to kiss her forcibly. <laughs> then he snarled like a goddamn 80s cartoon villain and ah, missed. No kisses? Are you shy? Can I have a little kiss, please? Oh. Why were they clapping? <laughs> People, all, all you are enablers. What? Every one of you. Dude. <laughs> and the mother's sitting right there. I dare a man of that man's age, or any man, really, to kiss my daughter like that with me sitting there. On the lips! Yeah! Like, what is wrong with these motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. And what's even more horrible, we watched reruns of this shit, like, stuff like this, whenever we were growing up, and we never pinged off of that 
Info. Oh, this is a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dude. he's kind of like my uncle. Yeah. And then the other thing I saw when I was in Florida, there was this infomercial that was running that basically said, have you or a loved one been fucked by the Boy Scouts? <laughs> basically. They have it on Facebook yeah. for the fucking commercial. Hurry up sometimes. and get your money now because time's running out. After this time, it's they the can same, fuck you with freedom. <laughs> it's the same kid. It's the same guy right. that they accused on every commercial. And they're like, this case went to Supreme Court. And blah, blah. and then they tell you how you might. Right. Can get in on the settlement. And then I'm thinking, God damn, I'm glad I didn't join the Boy Scouts when I was 10. I seriously wanted to do that. They don't tell you how the, you learn how to tie that uh, eight-handed knot, do they? You learn to tie it because you're trying to get away and climb out the window. Uh, that's kind of like that um, that uh, one commercial. It was like, you were a loved one taking this drug and developed female breasts. It's like, shit. <laughs> It's like a teenage, a teenager <laughs> drug. A fat teenager. The commercial was hilarious. We watched it one of our earlier episodes where the teenager's just sitting there and he's like fat, but he's got these tits and he looks sad. Yeah. <laughs> I go get boobs. I grew tits. Oh, man. Gynoclimestia. Off the top of the show. She I mean, should get a whole bunch of right answers. And you give out kisses, though, don't you, Stephanie? No. Oh, you don't, too? How come? <laughs> Dirty old man. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty old Why man. is this guy hyper focused uh, on goddamn kissing children? Uh, apparently, he's still alive. I think. Well, he's canceled. Yeah, I mean, he would be now, would he not? I'm sure he is now. If this video goes uh, <laughs> into the right hands or whatever, this video is old though. I mean, that's that's like a '70s clip. Well, I know, but I mean, dude, come on, they're like canceling motherfuckers for shit older than that now. Well, getting back to Marty Jannetty, Josh, this week, he released a tweet basically that said, this man tried to touch me. He pulled me back behind a bowling alley and I made him disappear. He said he drugged me. He drugged me back behind a bowling alley and I made him disappear. Well, it says on this news article, earlier today, we posted about Marty Jannetty confessing to killing someone when he was a 13-year-old. It apparently was done in self-defense as the man had allegedly... uh, uh, tried to sexually assault him. Janetti uh, quickly realized he should have posted this <laughs> and deleted the post off his Facebook page, but now... So pretty much his sister texted him, Marty, why the fuck did you post that? <laughs> oh, goddamn shit. Well, delete it. according to TMZ now, man, uh, the Columbus Police Department has issued a statement saying, we are going to look into this. Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Georgia. Uh, that's where the Chattahoochee River is, where he uh, allegedly... It gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. <laughs> yeah, and allegedly he dumped the body there. <laughs> so uh, he says, uh, the Columbus Police Department issued a statement saying, we are going to look into this. The first step will be seeing if we have any missing persons or unidentified remains unidentified remain cases that match the limited information in this post. Well, he was pretty goddamn specific. Right. They're saying limited. A homosexual bowling alley worker that would have been working (laughs) when Marty was in like the early 70s or whenever it was. I mean, in Columbus, goddamn Georgia, there wasn't that many people that would fit that description. So do you think uh, Marty was just uh, went on one of those Rick James uh, fuck your couch it's one of two <laughs> benders? Things. It's one of two things. Either A, 
He he literally did this. He got extremely fucked up, uh, pissed off about that girl, that Jamaican woman that he was fucking with or whatever. He said uh, stole his heart and you burnt me, baby. You right. burnt me bad. <laughs> I don't need you. I'm having trouble finding out, like figuring out why. Why one matches the other? Well, yeah, like okay, uh, yeah. First off, honey, uh, if you let me back in the house. I swear to God <laughs> that I'll never fuck your sister again. And also, I killed a man that tried to diddle with me back in 1985. Yeah. Now, if they would have looked in the Tennessee River mm. at that uh, spot on Dickey Landing, then they would have realized <laughs> that they fucked up. All but, right, I've got the actual tweet here. It says, I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him, and I didn't want my brother gone. Hell, He'd only recently come home from Vietnam. I was 13, working at Victory Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a, he uses a slur here, but I'm going to say homosexual man. (laughs) (laughs) Rhymes with bag. (laughs) That worked there. And he put his hands. And so look, Marty's old enough, man. Marty's, he should know by now, you can't say that kind of stuff. Right. You, that, I don't know, man. Right. So uh, I was buying weed from a homosexual man that worked there. He put his hands on me and dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. That was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. But And this is where things get weird. But Winnie, the girl in these pics, I likes you so damn much. Probably my favorite but promised myself back way back then nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you. You hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marty, no more signing the personal picture on it and doing it on the fun. That is not happening. Everything is not right. <laughs> uh, you can go your own way. I don't need you. So he posted pictures of her. But once again, Josh. I'll tell you about the time I killed that guy in 1972. By the way, Brenda, you're a bitch. Don't need you. Could you imagine doing that in normal life? Like answering everything so long-winded? Well, the mustard goes on the ketchup, and you mix it together, and then you dip your corn dogs in it. Anyways, that's why I'll never buy a Honda again. <laughs> like, what the fuck does one thing have to do with the other there, Marty? That's why I say, you know, I don't know if if he's just trying to keep his... He's doing the old wrestler thing. Right, where, where he's, he's just trying to look big and bad. Well, he's trying to keep his name in the conversation. Yeah. Because, you know, you've heard it from tons of, of of guys that made a living at the business and they were back they were doing that during the time where the business was as big as it ever was right you know and they were used to all that attention and you know you know what they say about some kids that were misunderstood in school that would act out and fucking get in trouble all the time and stuff. yeah they're just looking for attention right and you know you don't really get the 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 psychology behind that no. you know what i mean if you're not in that position, especially when you're a kid, but you know, we see it as adults, people yeah. acting outlandishly and stuff, just trying to look for attention. Well, Marty, 
he's not really being, and especially you know with the 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 blood oat bullshit, the right. quarantine and stuff, where everybody's having to stay at home and and your contact with people is limited. Right. You know, like I said, I love it. I fucking love it. But Marty, he's that type of person. He's thrived on it for most of his life, you know, and now that his name's not in that conversation, it seems like every year he kind of pops in saying that he wants to fuck his biological daughter that he just <laughs> found, you know, because right. that was last year. He says things that are awful. Well, here's the other thing, Josh. During this pandemic where everybody's kind of being at home, self-quarantined, uh, there is a, a thing even here uh, on the local radio, they talk about the opioid crisis has been an all-time high. Because people are sitting at home, they don't have anything else to do, and they're accidentally overdosing. I mean, why are you laughing at that? Dude, <laughs> it's a horrible time to laugh. No, but you know what you're doing. No, no, I'm just, no, I'm saying. Well, no, I don't know what I'm, I'm saying. When you you're thought. doing that, if, if you've, if dude, no, I'm saying I'm Marty. Not, no, because no, I'm saying Marty could be like in a house doing too many drugs and then just saying shit. Maybe. I don't know where you thought I was going. I with thought that. you were trying to say that those people that take all those hydros or fucking uh, oxycontin no. or whatever they take now don't know what they're doing and they accident. Dude, no, 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 no. I just think he got fucked up and said some stuff. He might have took too many Xanaxes and drank a beer or something. Yeah. And then another thing. <laughs> I killed my And he fucking forgot what he wrote in the first right. paragraph and then wrote <laughs> that bullshit about it. And then that bitch, Linda. <laughs> You know, anyways, that's why we don't have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) He might have done that. (laughs) Right. You know, but yeah, the whole sitting around just doing drugs and this and that because you're stuck at home. I get it. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, maybe so. I don't, I don't know, man. That's just, that's a weird story. And I don't see, you know, like I said, I have a hard time understanding stuff whenever you have to hit send. Right. Like, you type all your shit out, and then it's your option <laughs> to hit that button. Either you do or you don't. Right. And a lot of times, you know, especially when you're in the sauce, you want to pre-food your bullshit. You know, you just proof proofread it just enough to where you're, okay, I didn't misspell <laughs> vagina. So. <laughs> you know, I didn't misspell vagina. <laughs> but come on. <laughs> Oh man! And then you read it the next day is like, and it's the c word. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) She is not acting that way. Why did I write that? (laughs) No, the funniest one I ever had was I was applying for a job once at this company my friend worked at for tech work. And you called the front receptionist a cunt. (laughs) Look at you, cunt! Give this fucking application to Bob. So I sent in my my resume on the on the online site mm-hmm. and I went out and was hanging out with my friends and stuff and at the tavern and come home and I'll check my email. And I noticed that there had been an email sent to me about an hour or two after I sent in my resume that just basically said, you know, uh, they didn't think that I was right for the position. Well, when I read it, it was late. I was in a state of, you know, different mindset and I read it as an insulting, <laughs> like you're, in, you're a piece of shit. I don't think you know what you're doing. And I just wrote back, well then never mind. <laughs> and it's sinned. <laughs> and I read it the next day and it was like, Hey, we appreciate your, you know, inquiries at this time. You know, we're, we found a candidate <laughs> or something like that. And I just wrote back, well, never mind then. 
Like, you don't want me. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck everybody works with you. <laughs> That's why you need to keep your business yeah. separate from personal. Well, I was and that also, includes during the time. I was also like 26 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're that young, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't give anything. a fuck. <laughs> I find it. I looked for a goddamn job and I found this one. <laughs> I hate it when people said that. But it's true. I guess. It but- is true. Yeah, but you know there's some CEOs out there that are like, if they ever said that, it was like, well, yeah, but how are you going to get another job at Apple C as a, the CEO? Right. Well, I've never worked for Apple, so right. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a lot easier, you know, looking that guy that's been fucking with you that pays you $8 an hour. <laughs> right. To tell him to go fuck him. You can find somebody else to work the fucking fries, Janet. <laughs> It's a lot easier to do that than it is to tell, you know, the CEO of fucking uh, Microsoft. Atlanta. Yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> hey, guess what, Bill? <laughs> I was looking for a job when I found this one. <laughs> right, but there's actually a couple commas in your chat. Yeah. So you might want to think about that. Yeah, I, I'd imagine that, uh, I, you know, like I said, I said it one time in a Facebook post that I was like, there's work at every, there's drama at every work. Uh, every Definitely. workplace has drama. And I said, uh, you mean, I was like, you know, somewhere there's a woman looking at another, uh, another woman going, you know, Brenda thinks she's hot shit now that she's been moved to the fries. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So got that new tape gun thing. She's all that <laughs> shit. I can order from you line too, bitch. I heard, uh, one of the sanitation, uh, garbage collectors here in the city, like a couple years ago. Telling me about his 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 driver, he's like, all he wants to do is drive the truck. He needs to get his ass out and help us. It's like, well, he's the driver. Right. <laughs> he honks the horn. Yeah, he makes like, sure he don't sling your ass off of the back. I mean, is there anything worse than when employees bring their bullshit into like everybody else's normal life? Like when you're sitting there getting a sandwich from like McDonald's, and then like tell Teresa to get her ass back over here. I'm sorry, these people are lazy fucks. Dude, it's like, oh Jesus, Home Depot is, that- is the absolute fucking worst. Are they? They're bad at that. Absolute worst. Oh my God, they fucking, I, I've went in there maybe, I don't know, four times in the last year, right? And three of those four times, we've had at least two people behind. Now, this is the customer service desk. <laughs> this isn't like in the aisles right. and shit, like when they're stocking stuff. This is like in front of everybody. I have seen them talking about personal shit and then another time they were talking about, well, you know, I got to take my break too, okay? And I can't do that if you don't come up here and fill in for me. Right. And I'm standing there watching right. it. Right. My wife's standing there watching yeah. it. Guess what? There's fucking five people behind me that are peeking around seeing that shit too. And I thought it was fucking trashy yeah. as hell. I saw Whenever, it. you know, they, they do that, it made me feel uncomfortable. Right. And I shouldn't feel that way <laughs> yeah. when I'm just trying to get a refund on that goddamn bullshit grill you sold me. You know? Yeah. It, I saw it happen at Waffle House one time. Apparently, they had a new person working. And he she, you know how they scream out the orders? Like, I need a number four! 
Easy on the eggs. <laughs> you know, it's just like they yell at no, the but they, they say weird yeah. shit like smothered, covered, chopped. Put the steeple on the church. Actually, <laughs> fold it in a triangle and give them a a, a, a fernum. You want it diddled? Yeah, you want it diddled? <laughs> what does diddled mean? Give me a Richard Dawson number <laughs> with cream. <laughs> it's slightly kissed <laughs> with butter. <laughs> no, man. I mean. I saw it happen at Waffle House one time where this woman yelled out the order and she paused for like half a second and a guy lost his shit. He was like, I done told you about this. <laughs> Give me the whole damn order. <laughs> like, and she's like, I'm trying. He's like, well, you need to try harder. Damn. <laughs> like, it was Waffle House, man. They don't really. <laughs> That's fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can I get that to go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Josh. It's about that time, man. We've done it for this week. I feel like we've been podcasting for uh, three years just on this one show today uh, because of all the extracurricular activities we've done. What if people want to keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, or give us a call? How do they do that? Well, on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, put in that search bar, Pop Poncho, and you will see our profile picture. And if you want to get with us the old school way, give us a text message, leave us a voicemail. Hell, we might play the shit on the show. You never know. Our phone number, 731-300-6675. Well, that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulligan saying thanks for listening and good night. <laughs>